Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. If you love Legos, you might have fallen in love with the Lego Masters show that was produced and shown on Fox Entertainment Network. In the very first season, our next guest, Jessica Ewood, was a finalist on that show. And you could see the brilliant ways in which she would take these little Lego blocks and build cities. Her work has been featured in extraordinary places, magnificent corporate spaces, even in the... Uh, uh, iconic Lego store in Rockefeller Center in New York City. And with a special invitation, you could even get into my dining room to see a beautiful work that she created, her own 3D dimensional Lego of President Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, with a special justice script for yours truly. Uh, Jessica Ewood is a friend, um, somebody that I go to for advice about the social media digital space. She has mastered that the way she masters everything she sets her mind to. And she joins us right now, Jessica Ewood, a.k.a. Ragsy. Welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. Hey, Lisa. How are you? Good. Listen, you're a little bit in an echo. Can I get a better, can I get a more up-close um, sound? Sure. How, how, how about That's now? better. That's better. So... I'm going to call you Jessica because it feels weird to call you Ragsy, but it's R-A-G-Z-Y. That is your name. That's how people find you in social media, right? That's how people find you. Yes, that's correct. So, okay, do you want me to call you Ragsy? Do people actually call you that in real life? Yeah. They do? I'll call you Ragsy. So this way people know. So, Ragsy, you're going to be our um, first guest in a series on influencers. And I want you to tell me, what is the definition of an influencer? What is that? You know, it's so strange. Is I'm still trying to figure that out. I guess you have power. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure that out. I... It's funny with me because, as you know, like I just started the NFTs and, and talk about crypto as like a hobby I, even with like my artwork i started like social media as a hobby just to complement my artwork and it, and in both industries it blew up so i never intended to be an influencer i think it just happens naturally where you just have the power of influence over i would say over consumerism and sometimes messaging too and sometimes messaging too like 
I would be doing maybe live streams on social media and people would be like, where'd you get that necklace? Like, I want to buy it. Hmm. Or where'd you get your lipstick? I want to buy it. And I'm like, um, like put the link in your bio. Like people want to like buy stuff that you wear or like if I'm going to an event, people be like, where's the event? We want to buy a ticket. So I just kind of like happened. I feel like naturally, but ultimately it's just, I guess having the power of influence, like people want to kind of buy the things you buy and do the same things that you do. So it's really the original power of celebrity. I guess. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, ever since there were filmmakers and stars on the, in the firmament, as they used to kid around and say, people would say, Ooh, where'd she get that gown? Uh, let's buy Max Factor lipstick because that was known to be the stars. So it's a new name for a relatively older concept, right? Yeah, and I I like I really love the power of social media because way back when when there was like no social media, right? There was just TVs. Like people were only being marketed, really, like one thing, one celebrity, you know, one movie. But now, due to social media. People, like, kind of migrate towards this, like, peer-to-peer following. Um, So that's how you see, like, normal people, like um, Charlie D'Amelio, who, if you don't know who that is, is, like, the number number one, number two TikToker. She has over 100 million followers. She's just, like, a regular teenager. From Norwalk, Connecticut. From Norwalk, Connecticut, right here, from Fairfield County. And she used to dance. And it looked like she was dancing in front of a mirror, but she was dancing in front of her screen. And people That's loved right. watching her dance, right? Yeah, and she got very popular just by, like, through peer-to-peer, like, following originally. Like, you know, other girls who did dances wanted to follow her. And then she got really famous as a result of that. So this new idea... And then she moved like, to Hollywood, by the way. She and her family yes. left Norwalk, and they're in L.A. now, making television yes, shows. Yes. Yeah, to be, like, a full-time influencer. To yeah. be, like you know, just influence on products and, and a bunch of, a number of different things. So it's like weird how it can spiral on social media now because you have this kind of acceptable, like peer to peer kind of following idea, which is great because then it's anybody's game. And then you will cultivate your tribe based on your interests. So on my art page, uh, you know, people really into Lego or art, they'll follow that page and then um, I have a completely separate page for, like, NFTs and crypto stuff because it's so, so different. And then I've created a following on just those things. So it's um, – I think, like, niche is important, too. People don't understand. Like, people start using it just for themselves. Like, oh, I'll post this picture. Like, I'm out with my friends. Like, if you're trying to be an influencer, you have to be in a certain niche. So if it's yoga, only post yoga things. Because people, mm. your following doesn't want to see what you're doing on the weekend. They want to see you posting yoga pants or, you know, or the new yoga mat that, you, that you're using. They don't want to see, like, those other things. So social media is very peer-to-peer, but it's become very niche that if you're going to be an influencer, you have to stay in the category that you're trying to influence in. That's really interesting. Okay, I didn't realize that. I thought that the whole point of social media was that people wanted behind the scenes your life. And we're chatting with Ragsy, R-A-G-Z-Y. You can find her online. 
Uh, she's otherwise known as a very nice gal named Jessica, but Ragsy is her is her name in, in commerce. And so I thought that, that's very interesting. So your advice to influencers or people that want to become one is to stay in your lane. We have a caller who wants to ask you a question. Mike from Bridgeport, you're on the air with Ragsy. Go ahead, Mike. Um, we had a number one song, and we're from Bridgeport, Connecticut. And I just wanted to thank all the fans and the people who love that song. The name of the song was Na Na Hey Hey Kiss Him Goodbye by Steam. Okay, thank you, Mike. Was this a was this a number one song a long time ago, or is this recently? You know that song. Listen, <laughs> na 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 na. Hey, right? Hey, 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 hey. Goodbye. That, that was song. you, Mike. Okay. Yeah. So, did you want to yep. ask Jessica a question about today's world of social media? No, I just wanted to thank the people. Who, uh, <laughs> okay. Thanks, Mike. Okay, well, we appreciate the call. That's great. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. I know that song very well, don't you, Jessica? Don't you, Ragsy? I do. It's a, a great song. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> song. So let me ask you, Ragsy. Let's go back to your fine art and the experience with Lego and everything else. Is it the fact that you was it the television appearance itself that and that being on that wider stage? that enabled you to garner the people that were interested to begin with? Here's the weird thing. No. No. The majority of my following doesn't even know I was on TV. Come on. And they're going back and they're like, what? She was on TV? And they're going back and trying to find the show and watch it because they have no idea I was even on TV. I love this. So now I have to explore this. So, Ragsy, if that's the case, what you're basically saying is you started from scratch and you're an, yeah. average, you're an average person, right? So you're an average person. You're a human being like any other person. That's right. And did you set out to create this enormous social media following? Was this a specific targeted goal of yours? No. Well, I'm just very good at catching things early. And there's people better at the game than me, but I like to be early to things. So um, the show, when I went to the show, that was a brand new show. So it was the first season, brand new show. I didn't even want to be on TV. I never wanted to be on TV or anything. I almost said no. Um, it, but it was new, and it related to what I was doing in the art world, so I said yes. Um and I went on it, and I thought it'd be good because I was also one of the first artists to bring the Lego media to the fine arts galleries. There weren't a lot of artists doing that at the time. And um, and really the first to do it in the way that I was I was doing it, and, you know, it, with mixed media, with paint and stuff like that, and then the show. And then TikTok had come out, or TikTok was there, but nobody was really using it. And it was like this new app, and I think it came out like, maybe right before I went in the show. So I just started using TikTok because it was like this new thing. And then I blew up on TikTok and got like, I have close to like 600,000 followers on just my art account. Wow. And um, I didn't know I was going to go viral. And I count, I went through and did the numbers. I had like over a hundred million views just last year oh on my, my TikTok. Goodness. Holy cow. And they don't even know I was on the TV show. Like, maybe, maybe, like, 
5%, I would say, but, like, the majority, like, they have no idea. They just know me from TikTok. And then when I did the, um, I was like, oh, this is, then the NFTs started taking off. So I started a second, like, um, TikTok and started using Twitter for NFTs. And then I grew my following to, like, over a quarter million um, people on that. And those people, not only don't do they not know about the show, they don't even know I'm an artist, really. Or they only think I do NFT art. They didn't know about the gallery art before. They are like, oh, she's an NFT artist. So it's it's crazy. Like, you kind of forget how many people are on this earth. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you don't all know, like, my whole story? So it's like each audience knows a different part of my story, I feel. That's amazing. And, and... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, and so now I would like to know, to those listening, including me, what are the secrets to your posting? How do you figure out what hashtags to use? How do you figure out what photos to use? What, how do you do this? Um, I think every platform is different. And obviously, like, people have really mastered it. People with like millions and millions of followers have, mastered, but have really mastered it. I have about a million across my following. Um, you, like the social media apps clearly have algorithms. So you have to kind of know what the algorithm wants you to do. So like algorithms on Instagram, it's not a good place to post your website under a picture because links don't work there. They're telling you they don't want you to post links. Um, so you kind of have to like use creative ways. I feel like I can do it naturally because I'm an artist and very creative. You want to come up with like creative ways to showcase whatever you're trying to, whatever story you're trying to tell or whatever product you're trying to sell or, or what you're trying to do. So with TikTok, some of my videos worked very well. Um, I remember my most viral video was where I just threw a video in reverse of me making this massive waterfall mural. And I threw the video in reverse and people thought I took it apart Mm. and they were flipping out and it went viral. That was like my first super viral video and it got over 5 million views on that first one. I'm like, oh, so they want to see me take the stuff apart. So I kept doing it and then I kept getting, I just kept doing videos in reverse and going viral but it's weird because that strategy might not work for you. It depends, like, what your niche is and what you're doing. So if, like, maybe if, like, I don't know, if a makeup artist were to do that, it might not get any views on it. Because it, it's, I feel like, well, TikTok algorithm is weird because it's tailored to you specifically. So, like, your age, your gender, 
what you're doing. So a strategy that works for me might not work for another person, if that makes sense. And then for my NF, you know, NFTs page that got very popular, I was just, that was more of an educational page. It was less about entertainment, more about education. So I just made sure that I was still sharing information as I was learning it so that other people could learn it too. So that's how I kind of gained an audience in that space. It was a different um, strategy. It was more of an educational strategy. And all this you were doing, I mean, not as not unconsciously, but not also all that obviously strategically. It just developed organically over time. We're chatting with Ragzy, R-A-G-Z-Y, and you can look her up because that is her stage name. That is her screen name, Ragzy, R-A-G-Z-Y. It's also her artist name. Do you sign your paintings now, Ragzy, or do you sign them with your original name? Uh, no, they're all Ragzy. They're all Ragzy. And it's R-A-G-Z-Y. And you're known for blue lips, right, when you go out to these conventions. Yeah. <laughs> you wear these very, very cool blue lips. So, so Ragzy, this is really uh, phenomenal. And, and and now that you have this million followers and, and you have these TikTok things that reach tens and hundreds of millions of people, do you study this? In other words, do you go and learn about these algorithms before posting? No, I just kind of did it. And, um, like, I remember when I first started on TikTok, I started posting just videos. I'm like, oh, it's videos, videos of me painting. And um, nothing was happening. Like, I wasn't getting any followers or views. And I'm like, why don't they want to see me painting? Um like, I didn't get it. It took me a while to get it. It took me about, like, I would say three to four months for me to understand, oh, I'm not supposed to be even doing this. I'm supposed to be doing something else. So I think I think there's, like, a learning curve. But the good news now is now everyone uses TikTok and these apps. So whoever's successful at it, just copy what they're doing. Like, copy their strategy. You don't have to copy their content, but... Um, you know, if it's like somebody who sells jewelry and in every video they're doing something, they're like, the first thing they do is show you the necklace or whatever, then you should be doing that because you know that that works for jewelry. You know what I mean? So it's, um, you can always kind of see what other people have done and you, you can kind of figure out what is considered to be good content and what's not because Ultimately, all these social apps, their goal is to keep you on the app. They don't want you to leave the app, right? So the algorithm is going to show the best content. Whoever's content is the most engaging, that's what's going to get more views, and they're going to show more people because you're keeping more people on their app. So you're kind of competing with other people that are making content in your niche. So whoever is the best, they're going to show more of um, so you want to always make sure the content is good because if the content's not good, it doesn't matter how many followers you have, these platforms won't show it because it's not keeping people engaged on the app. It's a lot of challenge for people to do all of this. Yeah. It's like another full-time job. Yeah, but I see people doing it of all ages. I follow like, you know, 
women who are literally in their 70s on TikTok doing it, like, because they're doing something unique and different than everybody else. And they go, they'll get, like, 5 million followers. Like, it could be a regular person. I see animals, people with their pets. Like, some of these pets on TikTok have literally, like, 20 million followers, like, crazy numbers. And all they're doing is taking video of their pet, like, doing something funny or doing something cute. So it's like anybody can do it. You don't have to be like, um, you know, like a, teen, like a teenager old dancing like Charlie D'Amelio. It doesn't have to be that. It can be like so many different niches now. And there's there's so much variety um, in popularity that I feel like you can really do anything now. And that's with Reels, too, on Instagram and YouTube Shorts. You can really do whatever niche you want and be, you know, any age, any gender, any race and still get results. You just have to make sure the content is really good. And so, Ragsy, let me ask you this. What's the payout after all of this? Are you making a living from being an influencer? Have brands come to you and asked you to hashtag them or endorse them to your audience? Well, it's it's like weird. No, I that's why I want to brand myself as an influencer. I haven't taken any. Maybe I have. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. I don't really take like brand deals to do a video and like, hey, everybody drink this water. But what I did use my TikTok for is to get leads for art for like com- you know commercial art. So I use my TikTok more to get leads like a business leads rather than product marketing, rather than a company coming to me and they're like, hey, can you use this product in the video? So that has um, happened in the past. If it wasn't a product I really liked, then I would turn it down. I've turned like a lot of those down. I've gotten a couple offers, but I turned down, but I'm also not actively seeking. Like a lot of influencers that do those product um, pages, they, they usually have like an agent that's constantly booking um, constantly, constantly booking that. But people have reached out to me, definitely. But I've turned a lot of those down just because if I don't like the product or thing I'm promoting, I don't want to promote it. And um, especially with like my NFT page, like I can, I, I really started that as more of an educational tool and really just to promote my own artwork. So that's like a niche that I'm less likely to like promote a product or service in. Um, but you can use like influencer marketing another way but i'm not i'm not opposed to it because people ask me all the time like where i get my necklace from where i get my lipstick so i'm thinking oh maybe i should set up an amazon store and have just a link in my bio to everything i wear Mm. so that if people want to buy it that's true they can't right that makes sense yeah i hear you and this way they can find it you're not plugging per se but if they buy something as a result of admiring it on you then you're just getting a piece of it i hear that yeah 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 all right. Well, Ragsy, Jessica Ewood, uh, congratulations on your great success. You sound like a a really a self-built artist and with somebody with an eye toward, as you said, the future. And the future keeps changing. As soon as we can grab it, somebody's changing that algorithm and making something different. So it's exhausting for a lot of people who don't want to be attached to their screens all day. But it's also an essential in this world. You just you have to be part of it to be part of what's really happening. So I want to thank you for giving us an education. Oh, yes. No, thank you. Always a pleasure. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 